Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Everybody in football knows I am totally and utterly against racism of any description. The secret to running a successful club is to cater for the family. Nothing offensive, nothing blue like these lads. Good evening and welcome to the Man of the Post podcast. I'm your host Ross and joining me as always we've got Greg, Tom, Adam and Colin. Good evening chaps. Evening. Hi there. Are you all doing good weekends? Standard. Yeah, alright. <laughs> Excellent, you went to uh, Goodson Park. I did, yeah. That was a long day. <laughs> On the train. It's a long way away. <laughs> yeah, it is. Left, left the house at 9 o'clock, got home at 10 o'clock. Oof. Well, no, even later than 10 o'clock, actually, 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah. So. Well, you saw a win, at least. Yeah. And That's some other incidents that we'll get onto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I want to start with an opening question. Um, we're all aware of what the NFL games have done to the Wembley pitch in the last uh, couple of weeks. I think three games this season. So what I want to know from you is uh, what if you could rename uh, a Premier League club in the NFL franchise kind of way um, so you've got the Miami, <coughs> Miami Dolphins or the Denver Broncos etc obviously the whole City Tigers you can't have but um, Aww, <laughs> my answer up. <laughs> you can't have that that's already kind of out there uh, but what would you have um, we'll start with Adam um, right so I'm going to in an NFL franchise kind of way you have to think about where all the teams are in the country you move them around into the right markets. Yep. Yeah. So in our Premier League, there's a lot of inefficiencies there. We've got a lot of teams competing from two teams competing for one market. And unless it's London, it's probably not a big enough market. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Everton. I'm going to take Liverpool. I'm going to put them together. Right. They've become one club. And I've renamed them the Merseyside Steelers. <laughs> I like it. Now that works literally, on a lot of levels. Literally Steelers, though. Not yeah, Steelers. there we go. EA, not EE. <laughs> yeah, and there's the NFL connotation there as well. I like that on yeah. multiple levels. Excellent. Uh, Colin, what have you got for us? Well, I reckon you're not a million miles wrong with this question, Ross, because I think in about 20 years or so, I think every club will, will have NFL-style names. Yeah. Um, but one club is going to stand out because they're going to be slightly different because they're going to reference in their name their greatest ever manager. I give you the Newcastle City Pardews. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Liverpool Kennys or something. <laughs> I like it. How can you imagine? Newcastle Pardews. Make it happen. <laughs> NewcastlePardews.com. Um, <laughs> At sportsdirect.com. <laughs> uh, Tom, what you got for us? 
Well, you stole my whole City Tigers answer. But it's not <laughs> fair because there's already another one in the in the Premier League that I've got on the, the Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've already got it. <laughs> so you, 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 they're 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 gradually getting more. There's going to be next next year. They'll be like. We'll, there'll be the Portsmouth Pirates there in a few years, back when we're, we're at the top, but you never know. All right, Greg. Uh, the Stoke City shitstorms. <laughs> <laughs> like no it. particular reason. Just because. It just felt right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, going on uh, Colin's theme, I want Redknapp to stay in charge of QPR, and I want uh, Queen's Park Rangers to become the Queen's Park Bulldogs in love of his, in, after his uh, beloved Rosie. Because the uh, Queen's Park Rosies don't really work quite so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as... Um, a different connotation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> right, let's kick off with some Premier League action from this weekend. Then. Uh, let's start with Chelsea. They won again, obviously, as they do every week. They beat West Brom 2-0 this time. Fairly standard, comfortable win for Chelsea. Well done, us. We're starting with the game that was second to last on much of the day. <laughs> yeah, we get these ones out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Costa, which is a reverse match of the day yeah up yours Lineker. Costa with the first goal hands over with the second and then that was it basically sharp sharp after 25 minutes go home really everyone Costa was offside though yes but still did his job played to the whistle I love how I love how um, how pundits will just go yeah but ignoring the actual rules like <laughs> you should just give it to the benefit of the doubt to the attacker so it's probably <laughs> just set us onside don't we <laughs> Should we just? It was in the postcode of onside. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't in the Charlie Austin area of offside. It was slightly oh. more on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Claudio Jakob was sent off for West Brom. Quite a nasty tackle. We didn't actually make contact with Costa with his feet, but you can see all the. I can, you can see both sides of the argument, can't you? But you can see all the reasons why the referee sent him off. I've got no problems with it. Yeah, Shearer and um, Savage had quite a. Quite an argument, didn't they? I mean, when you're being mugged off by Alan Shearer on television, <laughs> on, on national television, <laughs> did he did he tackle him hard enough? <laughs> if you don't, if you tackle him soft, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll come on to that as well. Yeah, we'll get there. Just just on Chelsea, I mean, this is a chat we were having in our sort of private WhatsApp chat before the before uh, the weekend, but it's it's true, is it, to say that Paddy Power have already paid up on Chelsea? Is that is that correct? Yeah, winning the title. Yeah, Paddy Power are somewhat of a joke, aren't they? Anyway, but yeah, I'm really annoyed that we talked about them. Really, twelve games gone. Hopefully, this comes back to bite them fully in the ass. But it's not going there, is it? Well, well, hold on. You've got Southampton with a game in hand. <laughs> that would put them five points behind. Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Newcastle still in the show. <laughs> Yeah, it does seem mad. Well, the last time this happened was Man United 10 points clear, weren't they? And that came back to bite quite a lot of rookies as well. I, I don't see... They obviously must have done research and stuff, but I don't. I still don't see how it's going to benefit them even if... No. Well, Surely they'd take what? more money, wouldn't they, over the course of the season? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, They're not going to be that lot. No. It's Chelsea's I'm best sure they'll start. make... I'm sure... I don't think a bookies is going to be short of money. I'm sure they'll... Uh, They'll win eventually. <laughs> the way Paddy splash it around here, yeah, they certainly got loads to spend. All right, let's move on then to Everton 2, West Ham 1. Um, let's start with Greg, your thoughts on a certain tackle in this game. James McCarthy. Oh, yeah, we've seen, 
seen a lot of red cards this weekend, but mm. that is, was by and far the most dangerous thing to happen in the Premier League this week. And was it even <coughs> reprimanded with a booking? Yeah, yeah he, was, well, just, he was booked. Was he? Yeah. Winston Reid also got booked for the incident, which didn't involve him. Well, that's why he got booked. <laughs> yeah. But you <laughs> yeah. see, you know, everyone kicking off about what Jack Wilshere did, which I'm sure we'll touch on, and the Gaston Ramirez thing, but doing something like that is, you know, a hundred times more dangerous than a petulant kick or a, a leaning off the head. The only reason Jack Wilshere didn't get sent off is because he's too short. Yeah. I think the referee it just felt like it, you know he's applauding him for that. You know, even <laughs> having the gall to take on someone. <laughs> You're a brave man. Like, well done, Jack. <laughs> no booking for you. <laughs> You'd get injured later anyway, so no point sending you off. Yeah, you, you'll take. You're, 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 level you're never up. finishing this game anyway, Jack. <laughs> you'll level it up all by yourself, mate. So don't you worry about it. <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam, you were there, obviously. Um, yeah. What was your your thoughts when you saw it live, and then obviously you've watched it back since. Um. When I saw it live, I didn't really know what had happened. Mm. It all kicked well, off, didn't it? It was a long way away from where I was. Um, when I saw it again, I, I, th- I thought it was a bad challenge. I'd... But he, I just... The only sort, the only thing remotely close to a defence you can give for it is that I, if you look at it, they both sort of arrive at, at that area at the same time. It's not like he's lunging at a planted leg. Mm that he's sort of locked onto the whole time. Um, uh, that obviously doesn't <laughs> take away how any uh, the damage that he could potentially do, but... No. Um, I, th- I think it was uh, more on the on the side of unfortunate. I could, I could see why it would be... If, why a referee would give a red card, I can... Yeah. I don't, I don't think a yellow card was also too far off an acceptable punishment. It was filth. <laughs> I mean, you, you actually saw one of the rarest things in all of football. You saw Andy Carroll and Colton Cole start up front for West Ham. Now, Colton Cole came on. Did he? he says he started yeah. on the BBC website. I'm fairly sure he no, came he's, on. I, I thought he started. Yeah, it says Zerati. Oh, that's how enormous, on. <laughs> it was so enormous that I wasn't pay, even paying attention to that then. Um, you also witnessed uh, Leon Osmond's 400th Everton appearance, and he scored as yeah. well. That was what I was in that end as well. Oh, but that went mad, didn't it? Yeah, it was good. It was very quite a neat, nice, neat finish as well. It was, yeah, great play by um, by Samueto as well. Mm, yeah, excellent cross. I have and, a few um, issues with certain incidents in this game. Ross Barkley's dive for one. Yeah, shocking, terrible. You didn't need to do it. No, no you'd beat them both for the players. Just keep running. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're going down, but what annoyed me most was James Tompkins trying to get Kevin Morales sent off. Yeah. Or, fair enough, he pushed him in the chest. But key word you used there, Ross. Chest. Yeah. Don't go down holding your face like he smacked you. That that pissed me off more than any bad tackle I'd seen this week. I'm getting fed up with players just trying to get other players sent off. Just be better than them at football. Uh, what I would would also say with um just with the game in general is that Everton missed Gareth Barry a lot. Um, he's just so astute with his positioning, so that. I think the thing with West Ham is that they were playing. Andy Carroll played, and the ball was in the air quite a lot. <laughs> um, so that's not the West Ham way. Big, Big Sam's <laughs> going to need to start getting some results again soon, otherwise, yeah, people are going to are going to jump on straight back on that 
mm. that style of play. He's going to play start Carroll every time. Now he's fit. But um, yeah, the ball was in the air quite a lot, and we were scared of that ball in the air. <laughs> it, Even with this Dan and Jags back there. That is the that is the sort of the the problem with. It. I think the reason that England are against sort of long ball football, even though we loved it so much for a long time, is that it's one of those things that it, it's just so effective. It's almost considered bad form. Mm. That good long ball football just achieves so much, and we were terrified of it. And we it was also affecting Everton's composure and getting the ball out. That we they they. Carroll would win the first header. We'd get the knockdown. It wasn't, it wasn't, we were terrified of it, but it wasn't effective and dangerous. Yeah. But we just couldn't get ourselves out. We just couldn't keep the ball. We, we... Mm. I, I think, just going back very quickly to Tompkins. We struggled yeah? to pass the ball to each other at times. It was, yeah. Yeah. So, so, sorry, Adam, I, I, I butted in there. Just on Tompkins, I think he inadvertently saved Morales. Because he should have gone, he should he should have gone because it was a foul on Amalfitano, and then it's a foul for the push. That's two yellows, red. The problem with that is Colin, and I I agree with you that is that you just never see the referees don't do that. No, because they don't want because they don't want to be seen to because they can't ex- and it's because referees aren't given the opportunity to explain themselves. Mm. It's because they don't they they're not they're not encouraged to come out and speak after the game. That they don't want to be seen as just giving a red card for the challenge or the push, and people won't put necessarily put two and two together and say, "Well, it's two yellow cards." Well, if the referee could come out in the the post match interviews and say, "Look, well, that challenge was a yellow card, and I was going to book him, and then he pushed him in the chest, and I was given no option but to send him off," then people would be more accepting of that, I think. And apparently Lukaku's goal was offside. Yeah, it was offside, yeah. <laughs> but I don't sort of really get it. I, I know that, yes, he was offside when... I think it's Barkley, isn't it? Yeah. When, when Barkley he... shoots, he's offside. Yeah. He is, he is, but then he gets the deflection from the West Ham player and it sort of falls into Lukaku's feet. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. I can see it sort of both ways, but... If it is offside, the linesman doesn't have a clue about the rules, does he? Because he saw it clearly. Mm. But it's just what—it's just impossible for a linesman, isn't it? They can't look in all of the places at the right at the same time. No, the game moves too quickly. <laughs> it's not physically possible. Anyway, anyway let's move on. Um, Tom, tell me how Man United managed to beat Arsenal last night. I have no idea. <laughs> I wasn't—I wasn't watching it, so it's pointless asking me. All right, great. Any alert. ideas? Arsenal balls it right up. <laughs> Greg, did you see this one? I, I did. On mute. <laughs> Greg. What I would say is that, like, I don't know if you'd agree with me, Colin, but David De Gea was phenomenal. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, he, so, I've, from, and it, this isn't the first time. I'd say right now that he's probably, <clears throat> as it stands, currently playing the best Premier, the best goalkeeper in the Premier League. And it's just as well for Manchester United, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. It should have been three or four nil at the end of the first half. He stopped three definite one on ones. Two of them were absolutely phenomenal saves. The first Wilshire one, and the one when and the one where he rushes out as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. We've already touched on the point of uh, Jack Wilshire and uh, Mariano Flaney incident. 
it was a typical footballer's headbutt, wasn't it? Not really a proper headbutt, more of a a brushing of the hair on the face. Yeah, but it's it's for the in- aggressive intent of it, isn't it? That that's why those things are red cards. And yeah, for me, that was a red card. So I thought it was a bit of what's that saying? Half a dozen one, half a dozen the other. It's like six of one and half a dozen of the it. other Wilshire, Wilshire have made the initial foul fair enough then he moans that he'd made the foul Flaney gets pissed off that he's moaning about the foul <clears> spins <throat> him round and then Wilshire sticks his head in his chin Flaney loves a moan he does Flaney loves a moan about someone moaning or any just anything mm. Do you remember in the Manchester derby Just I'm just going to foul Sergio Aguero should be a penalty <laughs> don't worry about it I'm going to moan at you get up after getting away with elbowing someone square in the face in the midweek he should really uh, keep him and- Low profile for a bit, and then pushing Kieran Gibbs into Chesney. Yeah, for the for the opening goal. Yeah, I don't know how he got away with that. But I'll just say that Wilshire doing what he did to Fellaini mm. was like a little sausage dog yapping at an elephant. <laughs> it was like he was desperately trying to get him on his head, but it was never going to happen, was it? Because no. Fellaini's too too tall, and and I think Rooney helped his England mate. Wilshire out as well. Yeah, he did. Because towards the end, he sort of grabbed him, put both arms around him, and sort of walked him away. Yeah. So it didn't give Wilshire an opportunity to sort of turn back and have another go at Fellaini. So, um, yeah, I don't often do it, but I, I doff my cap to Rooney on that one. Way Rooney's the voice of reason. <laughs> That's the podcast title. Thank you. But um, also, it's a Luke Shaw going off for them is another injury loss that Manchester United could just do without. Yeah, it didn't seem that that bad to start with, was it? it was just coming together with him and Wilshire. Yeah. But he's he just he's just so energetic and he plays with such bravery so high up the pitch. He did it mm. for England as well. I was, I was so impressed with both fullbacks, obviously both Southampton fullbacks, of just how high they were willing to play yeah. up, up up the pitch, be so aggressive in in and um, in their intent. And he was doing it again for Manchester United until he went off, and then been replaced Ash- by Ashley Young he didn't really want to defend too much did he uh, spent more time in the opposition half and uh, it, could, it should have been a, should have been a lot worse because for Arsenal Di Maria should have scored yeah <laughs> unbelievable they managed to lose that game but like um, like Greg tweeted Arsenal have been very arsenal this season yeah just as they said um, it was a shame it wasn't quite the result because Barry Glenn Dunning said that in the Football Weekly extra podcast and he also predicted a 1-1 draw so he wasn't far oh, almost spot on yeah because that was a fantastic goal by Giroud yeah yeah I saw someone tweet when Giroud you, you have to bring Giroud on as your game changer then you're in trouble I think Giroud's a good player I think Giroud's a good player as well yeah, yeah I think we all do on this podcast uh, Man City 2 Swansea 1 Swansea took the lead before Steven Jovetic and Yaya Toure finally scored a goal um that's the win for City. Uh, Yaya Toria is praised for not cheating on match of the day, which always strikes me as odd when they say, oh, fair play to him, he hasn't gone down there. <laughs> oh, well, fair play for not cheating, well done. He could have gone down. As, as Ross Barkley pointed out, you could go down at any point. <laughs> Actually, any point if you want to. Yeah, you don't need to be touched, it's always fine. <laughs> Just fall over and get every kick. But yeah, um, look, some good goals in this. The, what, the first goal was the best goal. Mm. Cracker. Mm. That ball from Nathan Dyer. He's just on the new deal, but do we think Boney will be there much past this season? 
Well, well, you asked us at the start of the season, Ross. I'm sure we'll come on to this and look like complete fools. <laughs> but who was going to win each division and who was going to be the top scorer? As the top scorer, I said Wilfried Boney. <laughs> because I thought he was going to get bought, possibly, by Arsenal, right? <laughs> but he didn't. He bought, he bought Welbeck instead. Yeah. So... Hey, if I've got a chance of winning it, he's got to go in January. He really has to one of the big teams, I tell you. So, um, I, I, I do think Wilfred Boney. He's had some good seasons in the past. I don't think it's a one-trick pony. I think I think he's he's got everything. Mm. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, they've already got a, a pretty much a built-in replacement for him in Gomez as well. Probably not quite as good, but he can do a job at Premier League level. <coughs> City loves the win they need to they need to just keep winning basically to keep some sort of pressure on you know, Saints and Chelsea they do for me the, uh, the suggestion I got from the highlights was that they weren't very good but they yeah. won yeah that's the what they say the mark of champions isn't it not this season but that's going to be Chelsea but <laughs> the mark of reigning champions <laughs> uh, Burnley won again two wins in two now uh, Stoke looked all over the place for the first half an hour before they finally kicked into gear and took the game to Burnley. But the two Danny Ings goals, two in a minute, were enough to get the three points today. It's that gym paying off. <laughs> They're now 18th, Burnley. They must almost, oh, 19th, must, sorry, yeah. Palace won today. They must almost have the Derby points total now as well. Uh, what's Derby? Is it Derby 11? I think 12 so. or 11 or 12, isn't it? Yeah, they've got 10, so they'll, they'll definitely... They'll definitely beat that. It'll be a colossal effort. <laughs> yeah, to not get any more points now. Or, or just one from, draw. From December, not to <laughs> score a single point. <laughs> There's not really much else to say about this game. Not, it was kind of a non-event. My only one point I saw from match today is, is Begovic really that good? Because I, their second goal especially, he just pushed it straight back out to Danny Ings. And wouldn't one of the bigger teams have taken this chance on him? That's what you've got to ask yourself, isn't it? Like the, It's not like there are bigger teams who need goalkeepers. Mm. Liverpool. <laughs> Even <laughs> Arsenal, possibly. Yeah, well, that's a, yeah, Arsenal's a very good point. What I would say from this game is, although Stoke, uh, it was Stoke at home, Burnley beat them, even though they were the away side. Burnley are finished. They they will not. They are going to get relegated, in my opinion. <laughs> just won two in a I row, think... Colin. Leave them alone. They are. Yeah, the but... fact that they've they've won two in a row and everyone's so shocked about it. They've won by a single goal against two out of form teams. Yeah, good point. What I'm getting uh, really concerned about here, Ross, is that we we are genuinely doing this in a reverse match of the day order because we still haven't talked about the Leicester game <laughs> I'm terrified that that's going to be our big crescendo <laughs> I'm going to do Sunday's games and finish on Leicester Sunday <laughs> <laughs> the Cambiasso Catamol battle in midfield what I would say on Burnley is Sean Dyche is doing a good job there but there's only so many times you can ask your players to put in that sort of last ditch performance you know that sort of mm. defending like it's the Alamo and before long, you see it with every team that's in this sort of scrape. Yeah, they they, they will lose. That, that negativity will creep upon them, and we're thinking, okay, we can put in a good shift, but we can't keep doing there's this not, week in week out. There's not a lot of people there that can just win you a match on their own or change a game out of nothing. No, I think that's where they're going to fall apart. Really, they're they're not going to pick up any points against the bigger teams. Whereas you can see 
some of the teams down the bottom. You can see some of them giving them a game, like Palace did. Well, not Liverpool aren't a big team, but <laughs> like Palace did to Liverpool earlier. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree totally. Could it not just be, though, that what I... Not I suspected, because I tipped Burnley to go down myself, but the, the chance I thought they might have would be that Ings and Vokes would score them enough goals. And Ings has already found some form, and Vokes isn't even back yet, is he? So uh, No, I think so. They've played Jukovic's... With him and Ashley Barnes, as we've been so, time. We it's all very well having a having a good goal scorer, but is he is he going to get enough service this season from <laughs> no, yeah, championship midfielders? Yeah, Greg, keeping pretty quiet. Any thoughts on uh, Stoke? How they're doing this season? They're having a pretty Stoke season, aren't they? Really? Well, yeah, they, they go and win at White Hart Lane, and then <laughs> they lose at home to Burnley. I yeah. think it's just going to be one of them years, isn't it? Yeah. That they'll comfortably come eleventh. 12th or 10th, they, they won't put any cats among any pigeons. Too many, we've got We're, too many people finishing 14th for them to finish any lower than that. Yeah, so um, it, it, they're, they're established now, aren't they? So yeah. they'll, just, they'll just be there doing their thing and not really bothering anyone. Yeah, true. That's Stoke City this season. <laughs> they are the epitome of excitement. So what, they're not really a shitstorm then, are they? You might have to rethink your name. <laughs> Just shits. No, oh, something could be the shitstorms. <laughs> At least that represents their bat four. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our last match talk. But anyway, let's talk about Newcastle 1, QPR nil. Newcastle, what is going on? Fifth on the table. Is it five wins in a row now? All them little messiahs. <laughs> Pudgy can't believe his luck, can he? He's, he's even got smug in the interview. <laughs> I mean, I know he's always been a bit smug. Yeah, not even a bit. He's always been incredibly smug. But he's just dialed that up a bit now. Yeah. <sighs> this is Newcastle, though, isn't it? They could easily lose the next 10 games in a row. <laughs> oh, no, they just, they'll get a few more points. They'll keep this run going, Tom. And then, you're right, Just they'll just pack away for the season. Yep. They'll get to the end of the transfer window. That's it. Yeah, season get over. out get February 1st, season <laughs> over. Oh shit, no one signed me. I haven't been able to leave Newcastle. <laughs> um, yeah, Ryan Taylor was the, the, one of the main stories from this. His last Premier League game was 993 days ago. And he went off with an injury uh, in his first start back. Uh, Greg, you said it's not, not serious though. It's, um, I think he's, he went for an MRI um, at half-time. Mm. And uh, no no. Um, reoccurring damage from previous injuries or any new damage just looks like he's jarred it. So um, good, he should be fine. He should be back in a it couple of weeks. It is frustrating though because he, I think he, I've always rated him. I've always thought he was a decent player. Takes Especially a head of a free kick. He's yeah, got exactly. a wand of a left foot, isn't he? Yeah, right foot, both feet. You don't, you don't want any player out for that amount of time. And credit where it's pardew. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Been sitting on, sitting on that. <laughs> That was scripted. Um, <laughs> You've been waiting for a little silence. <laughs> He's the highest placed English manager in the Premier League. I got berated for saying he could be the next England manager, but and you'll guy... be berated again. <laughs> mention it. Well, he's, he's a point of our big Sam. Come on. Well, yeah, they're fighting it out between them, aren't they? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you can't argue with facts, and that is a fact. Yeah, the fifth. 
But yeah, like Adam said, it's uh, Newcastle will only get so excited post February or post January. All right, let's get a big match out of the way. Leicester nil, Sunderland nil. <laughs> Absolutely nothing happened. Catamol uh, booked on return from ban is one of the main headlines on the BBC website. I think the best thing about this game is it just proved Joey Barton wrong in his post-match press conference <laughs> when he said that the QPR game would be last on match of the day. <laughs> yeah, not quite, Joey. Not quite. What the headlines on uh, the BBC for this? Sunderland have five points from past nine available and Catamol booked. That tells you pretty much all you need to know about this game. Since when did Lee Catamol being booked become an event? No, it's not a headline. It's no. It, it, it is, yeah. It's standard. <laughs> it might be a headline if Lee Catamore wasn't booked. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Lee Catamore escapes booking. That's a headline. <laughs> Finishes full 90 minutes. Uh, let's talk about Sunday's games. Let's talk about Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. The gift that keeps giving. Lambert scored after two minutes. Uh, and it all went wrong after that, pretty much. Dwight that's, the, that's the best part. It's like... <laughs> uh, our strikers aren't working Sturridge is injured again Balotelli's a flop we give Lambert a start and after <laughs> after yeah. two minutes he scores and Liverpool fans are thinking we fixed it <laughs> no uh, still can't defend an aerial ball <laughs> yes uh, yeah Dwight Gale Joe Ledley and uh, Jednak with the goals Jednak's free kick was superb absolutely superb perfect. yeah no if chance if Rooney scored that they'd still be showing the replay now <laughs> It's fairly similar to the one he scored against Estonia, wasn't it? Which is the main highlight I've seen of England in the last couple of weeks. Oh, I was going to say, when did when did Australia play Estonia? I was, I was really confused. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool love coming to Crystal Palace and conceding three. They just couldn't score three this time. Twice in two games now. It, it ruined their title bid last year. Has it ruined it again, Colin? What's that? Conceding three at Crystal Palace. Has it ruined their title again like it did last season? <laughs> Well, this Can is the thing. I'm, I'm livid with Rogers because <laughs> he's making me look like a fool. Because <laughs> because I predicted I, sorry, I predicted sorry. Liverpool to win the Premier League. So they've they've got what is it now? 14 points. Chelsea have got 32. I don't think they're going to win it now. And <laughs> Book, bookies are probably paying out on that as well. I'm on, on a bit of a sneaky wicket. Bombshell, Colin. Uh, Liverpool have managed eight shots on target in the last three games. That's good. I don't get. I don't get what formation he was trying to play. Really, I don't. No. I don't think there was. It was really. sort of a nothing formation. Yeah. Sort of a diamond with Sterling just wandering around. Yeah, it's basically you got your back four and then just five midfielders. Just go and play wherever you want to play. Just go and have a run they, around. It was no width. They were trying to get everything through the middle. It just it just didn't seem to work because it didn't because really no change con- it. There's no conviction on what players he wants to play. No, and or, or he can't he won't drop players to play a, a system. Mm. But uh, he's, uh, why was why was Emre Chan not starting? He's been one of their better players in the last few weeks. I thought. Yeah, <coughs> Steven he Gerrard. Dropped, he, he gets dropped. <laughs> That's he gets why dropped he wasn't for, playing. He gets dropped for Joe Allen. Yeah. What what happened, Joel? I missed the start of this match. When I saw him, he was running around with what looked like a bit of paper attached to his head. His brain fell out. <laughs> his footballing brain did anyway. <laughs> right, He's Welsh. There's probably not a lot going on there. <laughs> and our final game of this weekend: Hull one, Tottenham Hotspur two. 
uh, this looked not like it was going to happen for a long time during this game. And then uh, there was Gast- no way Tottenham were ever going to score or win this game unless Gaston Ramirez kicked someone. The horror there just in no complete control, the weren't they? There was no way they didn't. Tottenham didn't look like scoring at all. Did no. anyone look like scoring at all? Because no. the colour awful. <laughs> but I. I don't know what Ramirez is thinking, really. It's just he's just gifted them. Well, I, because they obviously they showed it time and time again with the commentator talking like a complete mong about what he thought was going on. Mm. And but what I think really does it for him is that if you look, he sort of scissors um, Vertonghen's legs, doesn't he? Yeah, and he does all the damage. Trip. He does all the damage in sort of tripping him there, but then he also has to do like a sort of a dramatic flick out. And mm. that's the bit I think gets him in trouble. Although that doesn't do any damage, that's the bit that makes it look so much worse. Yeah, see, I disagree with your opinion that it shouldn't be a red card because I think he didn't get his value for money. That's my only issue with it. If you're going to get well, sent off, can't... what he should have that's done is once he'd been sent off, he's just kicked him. Exactly. There's no law. Joey Barton, just go rogue. <laughs> There's no law in football that says it's a red card if you kick someone, but only if you kick them hard. <laughs> He can't. Uh, if it's a soft kick, it's only a yellow card. That's that's not a thing. Revolution comes. Kind of is a thing, but because <laughs> there is a thing about using excessive force. Mm. But that's not the reason why he's. Been, I. I uh, but you, you are right, Tom. If you kick someone off the ball, it doesn't matter how hard you do it. Exactly. Well, it depends because <laughs> someone else did it later on, didn't they? And got away with it completely. That took someone down right from behind, didn't they? Off the ball. Going for the ball. That should have been a yellow card, a second yeah. yellow for Livermore. But... Is that Livermore? Yeah, Livermore. Yeah, I don't know how he escaped that. He can right. fuck off anyway, not celebrating scoring. He's played 11 games for Tottenham. He d- yes, but that's it's he's not one about... Of, he's one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I, I get that, Ross, but also it's a bit different to like um, someone having come from abroad. He's actually a, like an Enfield-born kit. Like, he's a born and raised Tottenham fan. He's probably been in the academy since he was nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Still not having it. He probably played more games for us than he called in on loan than he did for Tottenham in his career. Well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> exactly, that's how memorable he was playing for Leeds. Um, Harry Kane scored again. That's his 11th of the season. The Hurricane. <laughs> I didn't realise until today how big his nose was. He could have had another one, but the ball hit his face. He said, no. said no, he's got in the way. <laughs> that's a glorious chance, wasn't it? Well, Tom Dardo's really good still. <laughs> <laughs> Subbed off for a midfielder. Tom described it as a sitter, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Just headed it into the ground and then over the bar. <sighs> Tottenham. They are the hardest team to work out in the Premier League. They almost Tottenham it up the same yeah. way Arsenal did. <laughs> it's a good job they've got Christian Eriksen because he's carrying that midfield. That midfield is a low mid table team. Mm. But Christian Eriksen is so much better than anyone there. Is it Ryan Mason? Ryan Mason. Yeah. He's still living off that curling cup goal from two months ago. Yeah, he has one trick. Cut inside and hit the ball as hard as he possibly can. And Hull knew that and they just got in the way every single time. But to be fair, it works, it works for Ryan Robin, Ross. So. Well, yeah, true. I think we'll let him on different um, skill levels. Though. Don't slag him off. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's Ericsson's 50th appearance for Tottenham. He was signed the same time as Lamella, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, they've bit bit different in class, those two. Bit, was it bit, different? A little bit. But has Ericsson scored a 20-yard Rabona again in the Europa League? <laughs> exactly. No. 
32 million pounds is well worth. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. It was like. <laughs> it's probably the best goal I've ever seen, let's be honest. It's an excellent vine. Um, it, is a, it, is, it is built for the vine age. <laughs> and that is what football is these days. All right, let's talk about some championship football. Uh, let's start with Wigan because they've had one hell of a week. Dave Whelan just keeps digging, he can't help himself. Um, yeah, has he done this to take some of the flack off of signing the um, homophobic, sexist, racist manager, Malcolm Mackay? Or has he done it because he's, he's a 70 year old man? <laughs> like... He's ludicrous. But yeah, what do we think to Malcolm Mackay being back in management? He's definitely going to get some sort of punishment, isn't he, soon? That is, I think it's appalling that we're going to hide him. <laughs> I Colin, you seem to, from that noise, I'm assuming you disagree. I think <coughs> you're right on the first point, Ross. I think that Dave Whelan has taken a bullet for Malcolm Mackay. Mm. I don't know if he meant to. Um, <laughs> so but, instead, of, instead of a bullet, he's accidentally trod on a landmine. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, if it blows that leg off, he's got another story to tell about, hasn't he? <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, but on Malky Mackay, I think he's not going to get charged with anything. I honestly do. Because the thing is, right, he, he was sacked. Do you know when he was sacked by Cardiff, by Vincent Tan? Last January, wasn't it? It's December last year. But right? it didn't all come out at the at that time, though, did it? No, it came out in August, which but he is was if applying you, for the Palace job. Which, just to put it in perspective, that's when the ice bucket challenge was popular. So that's how long. <laughs> so that's how long ago we're going back. So I'd like to ask, what the hell have the FA been doing for the last three months? Uh, yeah, completely agree with you, Colin. It doesn't take three months to look at all the texts because Vincent Tan's got them all, mate, and he's sent them to you. And you've said we're investigating them on the 21st of August, I think it was. And it's like, there you go. What are you going to do about it? Uh, three months later, fuck all. That, so, yeah, that's the, I, think, I, I think that might be the worst part. I'm completely with you, Colin. My problem is that Wigan have, have hired him without letting this very, very slow due process take place. Mm. I have no problem with, um, with them... Once he's been banned or had his service punishment, them offering him the job then, if that's what they decide they want to do, they obviously then have to live with the consequences of that, which are the things you see now where people get up in arms and demand that sponsors pull out. And yeah. you get into this sort of world where you have a sort of Ched Evans effect where the sort of Twitter rage that doing nothing is seen, is seen to be condoning the behaviour, so you have to save it, you want to distance yourself from the club, and they'd have to live with those consequences with that's the decision they want to make. But people are entitled to second chances, but you should wait until the, the process has taken place, I think. Hmm. Maybe he's but, just trying to bring a bit of excitement to the town of Wigan. <laughs> it's not, not much goes on there, does it? I've never heard of anything happening in Wigan. Maybe he's just trying to make it a little bit more exciting for the locals. Put them on a map. Well, I, I think the fact that the FA have taken so long has given Malcolm McKay a get-out-of-jail-free card because now they can't prosecute him. They can, but I think at best all they can say is, um, do some diversity courses, mate. And he's, al- he's already said, I've done those. I'm learning not to say nasty things anymore. So the FA can't really... What are they going to do? 
say, oh, also, like, there's got to be because the only reason Mackay showed any sort of contrition here is because he got caught. Yeah. So that's why there's one. It's like the, what they said about the Dave, oh, Dave Whelan and his stepping on the landmine is that he's an old man. You can it's maybe difficult to teach them the right things to say. <laughs> and even if you do teach them the right things to say, is it going to change his attitude? Does it matter if he's saying the right things? If he's still thinking the wrong things? Are we talking Mackay or Whelan? Now? Well, both. You know, <laughs> but, but mainly Mackay. Like if you're already in that Wigan squad, how are you going to feel if you're one of the very many minorities that he went after in those technical <laughs> Mm. I, I don't you're, think he, I don't think you're he care. an ethnic minority. If you're gay, if you're a snake, I mean, he's after you. Well, how are you going to feel if you think that if you see that your your club has employed that man? I I don't think footballers care that much because they know in another couple of years he might be gone, probably will be gone. So who cares? I don't think footballers care too much about their managers. I think they take them or leave them. Mm. Um, I don't think I'd care about anything if I was getting paid like twenty grand a week. <laughs> exactly. Now the thing is, though, what I would I would, I would say, my personal point of view, I think Mackay has been proved to be a nasty piece of work. I, I that's my personal point of view. Yeah. Dave Whelan, I think he's been caught out. I, th- I think he's been he's slipped up. Okay, but I don't think he's a racist or anything like that. I, th- I think Mackay's nasty. I don't think Dave Whelan's like that. And people saying, oh, well, Dave Whelan should stand down. Well, bloody hell, Wigan's got no chance then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They're finished. Because D- Wigan is Dave Whelan. Yeah, you think all the good he's done for that club and how exactly. how well previously he has actually, apart from the fact he's named the stadium after himself, <laughs> yeah, how, well he has actually, how well he has actually run that club. He's just not as cosmopolitan educated, is he? No. Doesn't say the right thing. On the flip side, though, I think the FA are in a really difficult position because there's a lot of people saying, "Oh well, you know, we've looked at Ched Evans, and now with what Malcolm McKay's been texting, whatever." The FA people say, "Oh well, the FA should have this sort of um, what does it want them to put in place this this sort of rule book of what's acceptable and what's not." Mm. They they can't do that. It's nothing to do. They can't say, "Oh well." Uh, or police, their, or police their own thing outside of the laws of the land. Yeah, well, and uh, <laughs> follow- I know of a sport that does that. <laughs> it's going <laughs> brilliantly. <laughs> yeah, it works terribly. It, it, and the EFA have fallen over the feet before with what's happened with John Terry um, and Rio Ferdinand <laughs> and Anton Ferdinand. So I think they're just like, whoa, we don't want to get involved in this, guys. Um, mm. And the FA are hardly having their greatest hour at the moment <laughs> with all the stuff that's coming out from FIFA. No. Of which they are guilty of. 100%. FIFA are effectively going, look over there. Yeah. What's someone else doing? <laughs> Nothing to see here. Moving along. Yeah. You see what those guys are doing? It's terrible. <laughs> no, but the worst bit for Malcolm McKay was probably when um, Harry Redknapp came out and said he was a good guy. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. He probably, as he as he was watching Sky Sports News and saw the news coverage, he thought, oh, please, Harry, anything but this. <laughs> you killed me, really. Uh, but yeah, McCoy took over his first game. They drew one over Middlesbrough, so not really made much change to the Wiggins form this season, anyway. 
Um, any of the games in the championship that stood out? Leeds managed to snatch defeat from the draws of victory yesterday, Colin, didn't we? Yeah, it should have been three points for Leeds, but... Uh, but Luke Varney, that's what. Yeah, people are saying that he, he, he dived, but at the end of the day... He dived? Well, he did dive, but <laughs> I couldn't understand where the ref gave it. Because he's a cheating cunt, that's why. No one likes Luke Varney. Hey, he did what he needed to do. True. Tom, Greg, back me up on that. No one likes Luke Varney, do they? I'm no one that's ever met Luke Varney. <laughs> Likes Luke Varney. Not even Luke Varney likes Luke Varney. <laughs> Some comical defending from Leeds for the first goal. Yeah, not the first time that's happened this season. That's made, that made me laugh out loud. It was Silvestri and Cooper, Cooper this time, I think. Yeah, It was Silvestri and Belushi a few weeks back against Cardiff. So, Jason Pierce, your time has come in to run into our keeper. Let someone have an open goal. Jordan Rhodes won't score. You're two only two goals. points. You're only two points above the relegation zone. Yeah, that's fine. Wigan and Blackpool are down there. It's like seven teams yeah, for one place. Three teams get relegated, Ross. Yeah, Rotherham are down there as well. Bolton, Brighton, Birmingham. We're fine. I don't understand the championship. Because <laughs> Ipswich no and Brentford are in the playoffs. I'm sure they were in. The, they were near the bottom a few weeks ago. Bournemouth, the second. Teams just... I, I think they're just playing with the table. I, I don't think <laughs> the championship actually happens. Because I don't remember... Wolves, I swear Wolves were second last week. And now they're 11th. Yeah, they were. Yeah. What's going on? I think, I think the they last just two games teams have been 8-0, I think, on. in aggregate. Yeah, we've had a couple of bad games, haven't they? And now yeah. halfway down the table. 5-0 and a 3-0 defeat. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is madness in the Championship. Uh, Birmingham won a game. I think that's the real... <laughs> yeah, they beat Rotherham. Yeah. Relegation six-pointer. <laughs> no, those Birmingham fans, the home fans, they'll have to wait. Uh, Blackpool drew one over Bolton it's a point for two more relegation threatened teams uh, nothing else really happened it wasn't that exciting Fulham lost again for- to Brentford Forest managed to win 3-0 yeah uh, eighth place now that's because it's yes, only because I had water in my accumulator <laughs> they're clambering back up the table ever so slowly um, let's talk about Portsmouth you've had a, quite a week um we we can skim over the FA Cup if you like, chaps. Yeah. Well, Greg, you um, went, didn't you? Yeah, it was traumatic. <laughs> Did you guys well, Tom? Yeah. I've been, I've been left with a permanent mental scar. <laughs> that. That I don't think was I it really that bad? It really was that bad. The first half was good. We were, <laughs> we were, didn't look like uh, conceding. Looks like scoring a few times. Dominated the first half completely. And then, I don't know what, I, he must have, like, told all the players they were shit at half time because <laughs> they just came out in the second half like they already lost the game it's oh. like on football and then manager waited till, and, and then press... waited till 80 minutes to make an attack and sub it's like on football manager when you press the space bar too many times at half time and you get <laughs> give a team talk that yeah, you skip right through happened. it yeah oh Christ fair enough uh, better yesterday though 3-0 home much wins. better Morecambe yeah just kept him in but a job for another month it's, it's all Oh, I'll say yesterday was fantastic. It's the best I've seen what's a side play in a, a long, long time. And then it was young, it was quick. It, we we missed four or five sitters as well as you know mm. winning three nil. It could have been a lot more, but it's all well and good beating you know northern village teams <laughs> at home in front of sixteen thousand people when that you have the worst away record in the country. Really? Yeah. 
So it's you know winning those games at home means nothing if you if you go away and just play like a complete bunch of individuals. Well, yeah, we didn't talk because obviously didn't have a show last week, but you you played Plymouth away last weekend, and it they looked just like they hadn't even turned up for the first half an hour. Well, he's uh, it's shambles of a team for starters. Well, yeah. He's <laughs> not. Oh, let's put my son. Oh, going to put my son in centre midfield. That that'll be a good thing. Uh, nepotism is always great in football. It always works really well. Uh, anyway, let's talk about some transfer gossip then before we leave, shall we? Uh, let me see what you think to these stories and if you believe them or not. Or if are, we playing them Metro or, are we playing Metro? Are we playing Metro? Yeah, you is tell me Metro if you can Bluff find if there's a story from the Metro. Let me just see if there is any this week. Uh, the Metro have been slacking, isn't Oh, hang on. Uh, yes, there's one story for the Metro, so see if you can pick it out. Uh, let me know what you think of these. So Man United have agreed a deal with, Manu- uh, with Bayern Munich that will see Ander Herrera going to Bayern for £7 million and Shaqiri. Because no. what United Why needs would... is another attacking winger. <laughs> exactly Why would Bayern do. want that? Yeah, that does seem odd. Nonsense, move on. <laughs> that was the, I don't, uh, think, that, I don't think that's a Metro story, though. <laughs> no, that was a Sunday Express, that one. Yeah. No, but, uh, not quite ridiculous also, enough for the Metro. Dish rag. Just waiting for oh. Coventry have lined up a £70 million <laughs> bid for Lionel Messi. Yeah. Metro. <laughs> Be fair, they've sold those got those shirts on the cheap, so they could sell them for a lot. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Atletico Madrid are willing to accept a £20 million offer from Man United for 30 year old Brazilian centre back Miranda. £20 million for a 30 year old defender. This seems like terrible, but it's also a story that won't go away. Mm. They're not even going for the right athletic centre back. No, <laughs> no, go for Godin. Go for one. Just go for ones that aren't in their thirties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pay the money and sign Matt Hummels. Yeah, that's what everyone's thinking, really. Uh, that was from the Daily Star on Sunday. Why do people rate Miranda so much? I just don't think she's funny. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Oh, um, Everton are set to offer ten million for Baal striker Briel Mbolo, who's seventeen. Um, any truth in this? Do we think? It doesn't sound Metro. like something to do. <laughs> no, it's not, that's not sexy enough for the Metro Tom. No, it's uh, that's no, that's on the sun. Uh, it's got to be a that sounds, be yeah, a that sounds like a Guardian story. <laughs> that's a sun, uh, a sun story which you have to have a subscription to read online. Well worth Who's that. Who's paying for that? <laughs> I think you get the times as well. I think. Just to I even think it out. Worth it. <laughs> Chelsea are lining up a £20 million move for Everton's right-back Seamus Coleman. That's just lazy. You can believe it, but... That is like they've just picked... They've picked a player and a number out of a hat, haven't they? That just assigned them to Chelsea. (laughs) That's That's the the mail on Sunday, that one, Tom. That's that's a Metro sort of story, though, isn't it? It's easy. Let's go with that. (laughs) There's three three more stories. I'll, I'll give you them all, and then you can guess which one's from the Metro. Uh, Liverpool's 32-year-old England striker Ricky Lambert, a four million signing in the summer, could return to old club Southampton on a six-month loan deal. Uh, the Reds are also preparing a ten million bid for Nathan Redmond. Or Hull City boss Steve Bruce says Tubbs Klopp, <laughs> says top-flight clubs are already sniffing around twelve million rated Andy Robertson, 
to join in the summer. Is that somebody I... rolling up a copy of the Metro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling one to read it. Which Wait, one of those do you think is on the Metro? Nathan Redmond. Yeah, the Redmond one. That's Nathan Redmond, the rabbit. Metro. The first two are absolute rubbish. <laughs> Why would Rich Hammer go to Southampton? Why would Southampton want him back? Yeah, exactly. It's not often you go on loan and move up the up the table, though, is it? <laughs> yeah, let's Red- completely stifle the way we play football or something. Someone yeah, Red- our system. Redmond's, Redmond's pretty stupid. I'd go with Metro for that one as well. You're all spot on. That is from the Metro. Why would Why would ah, that? To be fair, it's Liverpool. <laughs> like buy anyone for any price, and you would. Yeah. Be Again, that's another, what do Liverpool need? <laughs> yeah, a young, quick striker. I think they forgot they've signed that Arigi, who's on loan. Who's signed for 10 million in the summer. He'll be back next year. Uh, yeah, the, the whole story was from the Sunday people. Um, one more story then. Arsenal are set to offer Jack Wilshere 150 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> Think of how many cigarettes you could buy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope there's some sort of insurance clause in that against injury. That's not going to happen. Is, is his contract expiring soon? Uh, That's the only reason I can think it's a story. It doesn't say. He just says it's going to offer him a new five-year deal. Oof, that's a gamble. It doesn't mean anything, though, does it? Players sign five-year deals all the time, and then two months later, they're at a different club. Yeah, the length doesn't really it's make just, a difference. just so they can get more money out of a club that wants to buy them. Mm. 150 grand would put him level with Alexis Sanchez and Mesut Ozil. Who's Mesut Ozil? <laughs> but you have to think, Colin, that's actually, in terms of money, that's a bit small for I. I know it sounds like a lot of money, but that's that's half a Wayne Rooney. <laughs> yeah, but Wayne Rooney can score. <laughs> oh. I, I, I don't know. I think just Jack Wilsh is just a little bit of a... Injury pro? Well, definitely. Yeah, He's a little bit of a gamble, I think. He, he, could, he could be great, but we've been saying this for years now. <laughs> he is only 22 to be fair I want to see what he's like after a full season of being fully fit which may never actually happen but you know it might do he needs to stop playing football if he wants to be fully fit <laughs> <laughs> no more football no more smoking yeah. just just FIFA <laughs> <laughs> that maybe kind of negates my point about seeing him at his peak though um, never mind uh, that's all from this week's podcast uh, make sure that you check out manonthepost.com uh, there'll be some new articles going up very soon and you can also head over there to hear the Extra Time podcast which comes out over the weekend that was uh, with Chris, Emma and Buck and I made an appearance on there this week I kept derailing the show uh, that's why it's a lot longer than it normally is that's my it's fault the jokes. <laughs> it's all the jokes just bringing it down from the inside I take, even, take it even less seriously when I'm not the host um Yes, so you can check us out on Twitter at Man on the Post. You can check out Adam on Twitter at uh, AdamSA101. And Colin on Twitter at Cass707. Uh, Tom on Twitter at Alano11. And Greg on Twitter at Greg Kitchen. And me on Twitter at Rossbow1984. Um, that's pretty much all, unless anyone else has got anything they'd like to announce. Is Just... Barry Manilow on Strictly Come Dancing? Yeah, no. he did Copacabana. Oh, it was it was quite good. Yeah. And then he did a duet with Louis Armstrong, which I thought was a bit odd because Louis Armstrong's been dead for a long time. 
Oh, I, th- I thought you meant he was a contestant. Uh, yeah, so did I. So yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, he's just he's just singing. Oh. I, I can honestly say, I'm holding my hand up here. I've made mistakes before with Liverpool saying they'd win the Premier League, but <laughs> I, I've seen Barry Manilow twice in Vegas and the O2. Are you saying are you're they, you're two, are they two other mistakes you're telling us about? <laughs> well, it, it's not very hipster, is it? I've, um, I've got a question. Yeah. Which one? Where, did you see him in Vegas first? I did. Yes. Fair enough. You were in Vegas. Why did you go the second time? <laughs> because it was an opportunity to see him on home soil. <laughs> see how he plays away. Yeah. Uh, no fair play. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was jolly good both times. Was he better home or away? They were both different arenas. Um, <laughs> different atmospheres. Different vibes. You know. At any point, was was when he was at home in Vegas, was he just a bit more of a chilled out entertainer? I I think there was more pressure on him in London to to pull out <laughs> the big hits. Mandy. Whereas in That's Vegas, it was a bit like, would you like to hear some stuff from my new album? And everybody's <laughs> like, no. So <laughs> I hate when bands do that. Play the hits. I don't come here to listen to full albums. Yeah, I'm talking. But then to you they, how is new stuff going to become a hit if they don't play it? Release it. Release them as singles. Like bands used to do. All I'm saying is, I'm with Ross here, if you're as big as Radiohead and you, your first two albums are your best ones, if I pay £70 to see you live, I expect you to play more than one song off those two albums. That isn't the first or even the third time I've heard Adam complain about this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I completely agree. Um... Oh yeah, all we do have to announce is we're completely um, sacking off the FBAs next season. That's not happening at all because they uh, they spread your part, your email address around, don't they, Adam? They do. Oh yeah, I was at work at my work email address. Just got a couple of um, <laughs> of spam emails. I thought this is bad because <laughs> maybe I should have done this. <laughs> so Colin, next year, don't bother with them. All right? Yep, fair play. Fuck them. They can't give us awards. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I trust award. more people they do give awards to <laughs> yeah just a quick one um, I do I, I just quickly looked on Google search and in my uh, address bar I typed in the words Malky Mackay sacked and um, two mm. of the top options that come up yet uh, come up are has Malky Mackay been sacked yet <laughs> and the other one is Malky Mackay resign or be sacked <laughs> He's a popular guy, isn't he? <laughs> to be fair, in terms of football managers don't stay around in jobs for very long, they're, they're the two options you've got. <laughs> yeah, really. Unless you unless you can't retire as a second option, but you kind of resign then, so... Mm. Yeah, you leave your job. Either yeah. way. <laughs> anyway, that's all for me. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. Goodbye from Greg. See you later. Goodbye from Adam. Bye. And goodbye from Colin. Bye. Until next week, always remember to have your man on the post. Oh my god! What's that? Colin's new picture. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I don't look at those because they terrify me. This one's even worse. <laughs> you tree esque. He's not guilty. <laughs> <coughs> I'll be buying my mum one of his calendars as per usual. <laughs>
Other than the letting leave in a prison with <laughs> they can get all of them to do it they can get like uh, all the... <laughs> <laughs> you, you can imagine that, imagine all the different pictures you can have, have one of him in his cell one of him in his at the, in, doing his hours bit of uh, outside one of them playing uh, basketball some short shorts are you suggesting they do a group one <laughs> a as long as it's not naked and for charity. <laughs> not the Canada girls, but the U Tree boys. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that may be in bad taste, but I don't care. Almost definitely. <laughs> <coughs> but you would get new people each year. <laughs> as I get found out. Oh, yeah, definitely. <coughs> <coughs> I assume that because I can't seem to see see it properly. What I can see looks like a picture of is that Nigel Mansell? It was. It might not have updated on your system, but I think it has on the desktop version. So I assume I'm assuming it's now Cliff Richard. <laughs> yep. It is Cliff Richard. Yeah, it's it's uh, when uh, it's a picture of Simon Grayson when he received a when it was the N Power League. That's how far we're going back. Um, <laughs> It's not Empower anymore, is it? It's Skybet. Skybet, of course it is, yeah. Um, receiving a Manager of the Month award, but it's with Cliff Richard's head. <laughs> Unless I haven't thought you were buying your mum a Jimmy Savile calendar for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know, honestly, this it's like, it's, hey, talk about prison sentences. In August, <laughs> I did 15 years Wow. I did 15 years at my company. <laughs> you murder someone again in less of the time. I thought you were about to tell me about your shadowy past where you did time inside, Colin. <laughs> yeah. This August, it would have been 15 years since I got out. <laughs> since I ran those boys down. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. 